Hey guys, you know what I love the most and what I think other girls love too is when my guy comes at the same time as I do, but that rarely happens. And that's because there's an orgasm gap. Women take just a little bit longer to come than guys, but there is a solution to that. And that is Promescent's delay spray. Their delay spray will not totally numb you out and it won't transfer to your partner. And for your partner, they have a whole line of women's products. I use their warming gel. That's my personal fave. They also sell lube and condoms and sex toys and supplements that are going to make you and your girl horny. They have everything you need for a hot night of sex and you're going to get 15% off your whole first order. All you got to do is go to promescent.com slash strictly anon. That's you're going to have 15% off your whole order. So order up. Okay. Or just go to the description, click on the link and 15% is going to be automatically applied at checkout. Welcome to the strictly anonymous podcast. Conversations with online strangers. We place ads online. Craigslist is definitely the gift that keeps on giving. Real people respond. You go to Singapore or Thailand. You can't not do it. The temptation is just too much. Real problems. Does your friend know that you're banging her? No, he has no idea. And anything goes. Motto of the show, let your Greek flag fly. Probably the only good advice I'll ever give you is to rehide your whips and chain. Here is your host, Kathy. Hey, welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast with Kathy. If you haven't followed the Strictly Anonymous podcast on Instagram or Twitter, follow me at Strict Anonymous. If you want to be on the show, it's called Strictly Anonymous because everybody remains anonymous on my show unless you don't want to remain anonymous. I do change everyone's voices. Uh, people make up phony names. If you want to be on the show while remaining anonymous or not anonymous, send me an email. Strictly Anonymous podcast at gmail.com or go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com. And click on be on the show. If you have like a naughty confession that you want to get off your back, just uh, call my confessions hotline. You could call it 24-7. The number is 347-420-3579. That's 347-420-3579. I change all the voices on the anonymous confessions as well. And they are all aired on my Patreon. So if you want to hear all the anonymous confessions, plus get early and ad-free episodes, plus see anonymous pics of all of my guests, hot pics of every single girl that's been on my show, she, she sent in a sexy pic of, her, of herself, anonymous pics, as well as you get access now to my private Discord channel where there's X-rated stuff on there. I don't post X-rated stuff. My guests and... Uh, and Patreon members do. It's like basically a forum where you could do whatever you want over there. You get access to that as well. You get all of that. But I just told you for only $5 a month and you could cancel it at any time. It's patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. That's patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. Now, all the information I just gave you is over in my description. Uh, today I have on Joe, Joe the gangbang 
glory hole coordinator. He does a lot more than just coordinating gangbangs and glory holes, okay? Joe is like a really interesting guy. He is someone that I have wanted to talk to for a really long time, okay? I've been doing my show for a while, right? And a lot of people talk about gangbangs and they talk about these gangbangs that were set up. I mean, it's not easy to do a gangbang. So typically there's somebody that it's their job to set them up. And I've always been wanting to talk to someone who had that job. And so finally I talked to Joe. And like I said, Joe does a lot more than just set up gang sets up gangbangs. He sets up glory hole events. He sets up uh, BDSM scenarios. I mean, this guy does everything in his house. He has a whole garage set up. <laughs> Okay, with all kinds of things, because he, he sometimes has girls with their legs tied up to the ceiling. He's got glory holes that are he made in his house with either men or women on the other side. He's bisexual. He talks about how he realized he was. He was just sort of open and had an experience with a guy once. And now he's done all kinds of things. What he really loved is when he once was with a couple, he talks about where he got to dom them. You know, just both the guy and the wife. And he talks about that experience. He does talk a lot about how he sets up his experiences. The glory hole ones, the gangbangs, where he finds the women, where he finds the men, how he created this whole database. Uh, he talks about how recently on FetLife he met he met someone pretty big on there and now she's like a part of his experiences. She helps him with stuff. He talks about that. He talks about his FetLife group. He does give a shout out to his uh, website. All of his links and his information on how to contact him will be in the description, okay? So when you hear him giving it out, if you're driving, you can't write it, don't worry. Just click on the description. All the, all the information will be right there so you'll be able to get in touch with him. Like I said, he has a newsletter. He sets up gangbangs. He sets up glory holes. And he sets it up for both sides of the people, right? Like the girl that wants to be on the side of the glory hole or the girl that wants to be gangbanged as well as if you want to be invited to a gangbang and gangbang the girl. He talks about how he sets those up, uh, what kind of information he looks for from the guys, from the girls. Uh, he talks about some other kind of fetishy uh, scenarios he sets up and that he has done. He's been there, done it all. He's into everything. At one time I asked him like if he has a type and he's like, not really. <laughs> He'll fuck anyone. He's down for anything. He's super open. He's really cool. I found this in this episode to be super interesting because of all the stuff that he talks about. He did send me in some really interesting pics. I have them on my Patreon, you know, pics of the e gangbang emails and glory hole emails that go out and all that kind of good stuff. Go to my Patreon if you want to see that, patreon.com slash Strictly Anonymous Podcast. You're going to love this episode, so I'm going to be right back on with Joe. This is the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Uh, hi, Joe. The gangbang guy, gangbang Joe, the gangbang coordinator. <laughs> Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous podcast. I feel like I've been waiting for you all my life. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. And when I listened, the funny thing is about Joe, the gangbang guy, like I was like, oh, what, you know, name are we using for the show? You're like, Joe, I don't want to be anonymous. I want to get my fucking name out there. I'm like, oh, Joe, the gangbang guy is like out and proud, which I love. I mean, you know, I have to just tell you real quick, like I have been doing my show almost nine years now, I think. And I have been always dying to have a gangbang coordinator on. I've always known that they exist. I've heard about many. You know, this is something that people do take on and do. Uh, but I've never gotten one person's story. So, like, how does Joe become the gangbang guy? 
Like, let's well, go back. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to go back too far and, and bore you with it. So going way back to, I don't know, 20, 25 years ago, I uh, got involved with the lifestyle swinging sort of stuff and hosted some parties and stuff. Uh, and then somehow that sort of faded away after time. But, you know, it just did. But I have, yeah, so I've got a background in the lifestyle. And then, oh, 10 years ago, maybe, no, seven or eight years ago, I was kind of looking at, you know, doing photography sort of on the side. And uh, so I got the good equipment, learned how to use it, uh, put up a little website and on the end, just it was a very vanilla website, uh, but in there was uh, what I call boudoir with a twist. So like boudoir, but a little edgier and a lot cheaper because I don't edit to the nth degree. And it, instead of being all fluff and puff like all the normal stuff is, had like a jungle scene, had a stripper pole in the house, had <laughs> a lot of different things I could do. And did you so have access that... to all the people in the swinger community that would want those kind of pics? I mean, because where would you find your models? Well, it takes a while. Mm. So I mean, it, it didn't really start out that way. It's just, well, I, I advertise on Craigslist for people who wanted, you know, like I said, birthday parties and all kinds of stuff but the boudoir with a twist was on there and I had a guy call me one day he's like hey you the boudoir photographer I'm like yeah he says will you take pictures of my wife naked because all the other ones won't do it I'm like well sure he's like and how much you charge like a hundred dollars an hour he's like okay I want to keep all the pictures uh, how can I do that like you can give me an extra 10 bucks for the SD card and just take it straight home and uh, you don't have to worry about it so he brings his wife over and I take some pictures turns out I'm pretty good at it and just kind of got her comfortable and undressed a little bit at the time end of an hour he hands me 110 bucks he leaves I told my girlfriend like oh, this this is, uh, this is pretty easy money here. I wish this was not going to market this. So about a week later, 10 days anyway, his, uh, another guy calls me and says, hey, my buddy was showing me pictures of his wife that you took naked. And I'm like, okay. He's like, can you do the same thing for my wife? I'm like, oh my God, is that sure. so fucking funny that guys are like showing each other? This is what I tell girls. Yeah, if yeah. you want your guy friends to see you naked, send him naked pics of yourself because every guy friend of mine always shows me like pussy shots that girls send them. Like guys show people their shit. Okay. It's so funny. Yeah. I don't think wives yeah, was, know that. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't, I don't ask questions. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. <laughs> after the third guy, uh, third guy called me, I said, I told her, I girlfriend, I'm like, I think I'm going to market this. I went on Craigslist and I put, started running ads for it. And sure enough, there's a market for it mm -hmm. uh, for, you know, so I uh, started doing that, put together a little website. It's uh dub, 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 erotic adult photography.com. Dub, dub, dub. Don't tell sorry, me that's short, short for www. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh my God. I was going to be like, that's the dumbest website <laughs> I ever heard. <laughs> uh, yeah, in And so then, so I started running the ads. I had people start answering the ads. And I have people come over, like I had a guy come over, a young guy. He just wanted pictures of him doing humiliating things. So I put him in humiliating positions. I had him do things with dildo. I had him do things with a zucchini and all kinds of stuff. And then I was done with his shoot, asked him to delete the pictures. Like, you sure? I said, sure. So I deleted the pictures. He came back like three times after that same story and i began to figure out that some people were coming in not so much for the pictures or video as the experience yeah to perform for you you watching them doing it you know there's a lot of uh <laughs> stuff going on or being made to do it and i kind of you know kind of got into some BBS oh yeah and stuff. For sure mm -hmm. and uh so i put together you know like a bondage board and a spreader bar and some stuff and yeah a lot of people they didn't want the pictures they just wanted the experience so then i kind of that kind of evolved into being like a domination service so i just dominate most mostly guys come in and i dominate them and then at some point i got the idea for the glory hole because i had a glory hole left over from the swinger days and so i had the glory hole already there i just i just set it in front of a clock put them back there and set it in front of 
a closet. I'd sit there for the party and, you know, service glory all. And so I still had that. Yeah. Okay. So now you're doing that for the experience? Well, just uh, trying to make money, you know? Yeah. And so, you know, I ran the ad and guys would come in, mostly guys, uh, sometimes girls would come in and I would shoot a video. I'd get them in there. I'd shoot a video or pictures. Uh, video is more popular. And then I would invite guys to come over and stand at the hole. And I take the video only from the cocksucker's side. So the guys stand on the other side of the hole were completely anonymous. So you're, you're doing it from the inside of the glory hole. Yeah, from the yeah. well, from the sucker sucker side, yeah. yeah. And I've got all the lights and good equipment and stuff, so it makes for good video. Most people prefer the videos for that. But who did and you hire to suck on the other side? Was it like who was who was? No, no, no. I'm, okay, so yeah, let me clear that yeah. up. I don't sell the videos. I do this for people to to have their videos on their own. So the the guy or the girl who sucks at the glory hole pays me for the video. No, but I mean, there's two people involved in a glory hole. If somebody's coming in to be a part of a glory hole experience. Who's the other person that's involved in that? I mean, you're taking the pictures or the videos. Like, who's on the other side of that glory hole, depending on what experience they want? You know what I mean? Do you hire a girl or a guy to be on that other side? No, I just invite, it's usually it's usually guys. They want to do it because they want to service the glory hole. Just like it. So I charge them for the video. And no, then no, the other guys. You don't guys get what I'm sh- saying. I say I'm a guy and I hire you to, I want to have a glory hole experience, right? I'm one guy. Okay, what I walk into the glory hole, where's the dick or do I put the dick in and who's going to suck it? I mean, there's two people involved. Like, where do the other people come into play? Right, yeah, I mean, I'm getting to that. Okay. So I get, he hires me. I set up, and I used to run a lot of ads, like, you know, come get a free blowjob. But at some point, I started, uh, I created a database because the hardest thing about the glory hole, which involved, evolved into the gangbang thing, is that uh, it's the no-shows that are a problem. So I started putting together a, a database and a list of guys that I could email whenever somebody hired me to do the video. The sucker hired me to do the video, and I just emailed the guys. Right. And tell I have got somebody going to be here, gonna be here I don't know, Thursday afternoon at 2 or whatever. And they come and they get a free blowjob. So you already had these guys in your bag, like in your like, hey, I know you like glory holes. I have another person coming in. So, you know, you want to come and get a blowjob and the person that's paying for it is the person that's sucking all the dick. Yeah. Right. Good news. Strictly Anonymous podcast is looking for people to call into the show. So if you lead an interesting, naughty secret life that you want to talk about while remaining anonymous or not anonymous, if you're out and proud, that's cool too. Send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. That's strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. Or go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com. Dot com and click on be on the show. If you have a short confession that you want to get off your back, call my confessions hotline 347-420-3579. That's 347-420-3579. You could call that number 24-7. I change all the voices on the confessions too. So you remain anonymous. The number, the website, and the email address will all be in the description. And so that was right in the middle of COVID. So, you know, it took a while to get going, but I learned a lot of lessons. And so I started running ads, mostly on double list and getting guys. And then as soon as I, you know, I advertise a gangbang, glory hole or whatever, when they responded to tell them, okay, I need, I need your age, height, weight, cock size, race, and are you straight, bi or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I put it all into a database. So whenever I get a cocksucker or a gangbang girl and they say, well, I only want guys from 25 to 45, which is a mistake or, you know, body type or 
cocks that are only six inches or bigger or eight, seven inches or bigger or whatever, or I only want black guys or I don't want black guys or whatever. I only want bi guys. That was a new one because I saw that in your email though from Roger who was on my phone. Yeah. Yeah. Those are good to be a lot of fun too. Yeah. They're probably the most fun actually. And so anyway, I can sort the database and only invite the guys that they want. Mm -hmm. And then people who don't show up, because the biggest problem with this is the people who don't show up. If they ghost me once, they're off the list. I love that. If they cancel me twice with short notice, they're off the list. I love it. I make sure that they they know that right up front. Yeah. I saw that specifics in your email and that's the way you got to be because that's like ruins the whole fucking thing. And you should never have like any, like there's no excuse. how I feel. Yeah, it's just, yeah, there's no excuse. And I mean, the thing is you can't get girls unless you get the guys. Right. Right. Because girls don't come do a two hour gangbang and get four guys, you know. But if you just run an ad out there and, and try to get people, less than half will actually show up. Of course. Anyone that's throwing a party knows that. I mean, whether it's a yeah. glory hole gangbang or a birthday party, you know, or a regular party, you got to invite like double what you want, if not more. If not more, yeah. yeah. But now I, what I do now is I, uh, like I say, I'll cut the dead weight. So if you're a no show, because yeah. I've learned that a person who knows shows once or twice, they're never going to show up. So I cut them out. So I get about two-thirds or three-fourths, closer to three-fourths of the people who say they're coming to actually show up. That's cool. Yeah, so it makes it a lot easier to schedule. And then, like I said, cut dead weight. And when they come in, I've got them in the spreadsheet. And if they say they're like, you know, they're five foot 10, 170 pounds, they can barely come through the door, I can make a note of that. So for future reference, I know they're not the body type that the girl's looking for. I had a guy about a month ago, one uh-huh. to come in, I've got a seven-inch cock. I'm very popular in the swinger world around here. This, everybody knows me. I'm really good. And I kind of swear. So he shows up. His seven incher wasn't even close to three inches. <laughs> You're kidding. Even <laughs> you know? when he was fully hard? Yeah. So I'm like, God, how do you, how do you just imagine that much? Or is he lying? Anyway, so now I was able to make a note and say, you know, less than three inches. So when I get a girl who says, I want seven inches or more, I know that guy's not one of those guys. Yeah. Maybe he was into, maybe he wanted you to like, you know, do some small penis humiliation. I, I've had a lot of those guys <laughs> on. I mean, because why else yeah. would a guy who's like three inches hard lie and say he's seven? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I get the guys too with the small penis humiliation. humiliation so yeah, I get them. I get them all. I get all kinds. I get probably everything you can imagine. I get in here. So with the gangbangs, like, how did you start setting up gangbangs, and like, how did the gangbang girls find you, and what are the girls like? Yeah, so it's a process. <laughs> <laughs> it, it took it took quite a while. I think the first gangbang was somebody who wanted to do a glory hole, but they want to be fucked through it rather than just do the blowjob. The woman. Yeah. yeah, you know, it's interesting until Roger, like, I mean, I've heard a lot of glory hole stories and a lot of people go to adult video stores and they, you know, there's a glory hole on the other side. But it's always like a, a, the cock comes through. You know, I, I had never really heard any stories about a glory hole with a woman on the other side. Like, seriously, I've heard a lot of guy on guy glory holes. So I was like, oh, that's interesting because Roger was saying he was going to a whole glory hole experience that you set up with a woman on the other side. So you started to get women that were that hit you up because of your back page uh, ad and say, I want to do a, a glory hole. No, what I do is I run ads on double list almost every day for the couples, guys for couples and uh, guys for women. And just saying like, hey, if you want a gangbang or a glory hole, I can set it up and, you know, I go on with, you know, a lot of guys say they can do it, but I got a system, mention my system and I run it all the time. And that gets me maybe one girl a month, maybe one or a couple of months. And then the repeats. So there's those girls know that they have to go out looking for a guy like you. I guess in that world, they know that there's a guy like you out there that's putting it together and those are the ads they have to look for i think they're just looking through the ads you know and they're looking for guys or something and they see oh you know, the headlines like gangbang and glory holes well if they've ever had that fantasy that's going to catch their eye yeah 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 and so i just do that i just keep farming it and i follow up 
and follow up and follow up with them. I send them the, I've got, you know, copy and paste sort of things about how it works and questionnaire forms so I can tailor it for what they want and they just kind of have to keep working it. So tell me about that first girl that came to you for the glory hole. She wanted to get, she wanted to be on one side of the glory hole and she wanted guys to come through and like fuck her. And what was she like? Like, I don't know. Like, what are the, like, like, what are the demographics of those women that are looking for that kind of experience? You, they're all over the board. Right. I had one here a couple of months ago who was 20 years old, which I'm like, how do you get to that, that level at 20 years old? But, <laughs> uh, and then I've got him up to, I had a woman here once, must've been about 70. Wow. I think I've had her on my show. Crimson? <laughs> Crimson? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, because she's uh, very famous. She's like a MILF. I mean, GILF in the porn world. I don't know. You know, she's oh, they're, very they're, sexy. This, this one's not, not famous at all. Yeah, just kind of a, a local girl here. Anyway, yeah, there's other all over the board, married, a few single. Usually they come with a guy, but uh, not always. Yeah, I mean, just, yeah, different ages, different races, different body types. Just they're all different. And, do, and so you get girls that hit you up, but, but you also get guys that hit you up for the glory holes? I would assume yes. Yes. Uh, and so I run the same thing. I run ads for guys who want a video of themselves servicing the glory hole. I don't get nearly the turnout for that from the guys on the other side, but I get enough, you know, they can get a good video. Because there's not as many bi guys, you mean? Well, guys would uh, rather have their cocks up by a woman than a guy. Yeah. Even bi guys. Yeah. yeah, 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 for sure. So now tell me about like how those like, I don't know, do you get turned on when you're watching this stuff or is it because it's your job? You're like, whatever. Yeah, so I'm so focused on, you know, the lights, the camera, who's coming in and tracking who they are. So again, I go back and make my notes. I get very focused on all that. So I don't really get, not usually get turned on then. If it's pictures and I go back later, I'm editing the pictures, then I'll get turned on, you know, or looking at the video. I'm like, wow, that's pretty hot. <laughs> right, because you're not working anymore. Your brain's turned yeah, off of work mode. Yeah. Of course, I always jump in and go first anyway. So, you know. Oh, you do? You take like yeah, first tell, dibs? <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll tell them like, well, I got to make, make sure it's, you know, the pussy is good enough for my customers. If I live next door to you. Would I be like, what the fuck's going on over there? If you live next door to me, we'd have a good time. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, you're so funny. Have you fucked a lot of your neighbors? <laughs> well, my, my previous neighbor since we moved here was 93 and pretty hard of hearing. And she passed away and vacant for a year and a half. I've got new neighbors now, but I never see them. But I insulated the windows on the garage and the garage door and all that. And people tell me you can't really hear anything going on in here. But it's not about that. It's about the traffic. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, that's that's definitely an issue because I can't have a bunch of cars sitting out in my yard. So what I do is it's it's more like a train than a gangbang. So I'll get the girl in here a little bit early, get her all situated and comfortable and all that. And then I'll have, uh, let's say it starts at 1 o'clock, I'll have three guys show up at 1 o'clock. And so there's three cars sitting well there'll be four cars sitting out there and then uh about 10 minutes later i have another guy show up because one of the first guys is going to be leaving pretty soon so i have a new guy show up about every five to ten minutes throughout the duration so there's only about three or four cars sitting out front at the time uh, my neighbors all work during the daytime i do these during the daytime and uh yeah so it doesn't uh and I have a cover story <laughs> when they if anybody ever asked i had one neighbor ask so what so was your good. story uh, well, this, these are people moved in across the street, and they were not very sophisticated. And they said, I see these guys going around and going, you know, back behind your house. Cause, you know, and <laughs> what's that all about? And I was, like, I have a crypto investment club. <laughs> oh, I like that. That's good. <laughs> and they weren't really, like, you know, like I can say, they're, they're not uh, too sophisticated. So, like, oh, okay. You know, I said, you yeah, threw people them come off. over. And, yeah, they come over and get information, and we talk, and, you know, all that sort of stuff. And it's just kind of random, you know. Like, oh, okay. So far, so good. 
Yeah. Wait, so could we... Now, are you bisexual? Because you did say you like the bisexual experiences a lot, or they're good, yeah. you know? So when we started, I don't know how it came about, but I'm an exhibitionist, and somehow it came about, I met this couple. He was bi. I don't know if she was bi or not. It didn't make any difference. They were submissive, and they wanted to be dominated by a guy. So like, okay. And that very quickly became my favorite thing to do. So basically, uh, what I do is I get them and tie them down, and then uh, you got to do the girl first, because you never know how the guy going to feel about it. So I'd get him tied up and make him watch while I bang the hell out of her oh and then God. switch him and make her watch while I bang the hell out of him. Wow. And then if I get it all right, then I just come over both of them. But yeah, so that was a lot of fun. Let me ask you a question because I talked to a lot of people in the swinger world and, you know, there's still like this stigma attached to, you know, guy on guy action. But I know because I do my show and most people are anonymous on my show <laughs> and on the DL. There's a lot of guys that like to suck a dick every now and then, right? They're out there, right? So yeah. I'm wondering you know how many couples did you do that kind like did you get hit up by a lot of couples like how did you find those couples that were into that exact experience that you were down for uh it was craigslist mm-hmm. you know back when craigslist was yeah. what it was it wasn't a lot of couples it was a few really and of course you get the repeats is always easy yeah yeah uh but uh, no you're right the swinger world yeah there's still a stigma against my guys i don't know why is it weird uh, yeah but when i throw a swinger party for to invite couples with bi guys i get guys who you'd seen at other swing of parties who played straight. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It's, it's but still at, a stigma. Yeah. But at your bi party where they could be it, they're like out and proud, but they're uh, undercover. And that's what I, I had a girl on who did like swinger events and she hosts her own like club and everything. And she's like, we know who the ones are that are bisexual, but they still can't even be who they are when they're out and about in her own swingers club. I mean, that's just the way that it goes. It's like weird. Yeah, and yeah, and I don't really understand it. I, but but I have guys come here. They'll come here for a buy guy party, but they want anybody to know, you know, that they're that they're here for that. But no, at the swingers party, that. but at the straight party, even if you were out on party, you couldn't really do anything because there really is no guy on guy action going on, right? No one does it. Right, right. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't want to approach a guy in a straight swinger party because you know, again, there's the stigma. Somebody's yeah. gonna say, "Well, I don't do that. Buy and get out of here." Or something. Who knows? You know. Yeah, of course. Now, do you still go to any swingers clubs or anything like that yourself? I know you host all your own things at home, but do you go to other parties and go to swingers clubs still yourself? No, there's plenty of action goes on here. So, yeah, so I don't go to the, the swinger parties or the fet munches or anything like that. Right, but you don't really need to because whenever you have these parties, you're, you you taste the, uh, you know, you, you're the, you, you do the first <laughs> pass through, right? I mean, you're, like you said, you got to make sure everything's good to go. So whether it's a gangbang, uh, whether it's a guy that's uh, looking to get sucked off at a glory hole, I mean, you're taking first dibs, right? Yeah, not always on the glory hole. Depends on how many guys show up. Now I'm going to put the camera on the tripod and, you know. And do a little work, but beforehand. So tell me some, like, good stories. Like anything, you know, super interesting, weird requests, the hottest stories. You know, give me a taste of stuff. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Gosh, I can't really think of any really right off. I've got one couple that comes here on a regular basis. There there are a couple that, you know, they tried it on their own. They've done it on their own, but they know how much work it is. And she's just like open to everyone and everything, just all kinds of fun. And he's bi. And he likes to to fluff the guys before they start, uh, you know, good and hard. And they fuck her. And then he cleans them up afterwards, Mm -hmm. sometimes cleans her up. And so that was, they're, they're here on a fairly regular basis. And... A lot of guys are up for it. You know, they list it straight, but, you know, I put that out there and they show up for it, you know. I'm going to change their, change their status to buy. <laughs> anyway, uh, 
<laughs> they're a lot of fun. And I've got a deal coming up with them next, well, I think hopefully next month. A very anonymous sort of thing. She likes to be blindfolded and earmuffed. And one time oh, I had wow, them both ear blindfolded that, yeah. and earmuffed. Yeah. So, yeah, she's like the sensory deprivation. Yeah. Really, you know, you really feel and know everything. So they don't know what caulk is coming from where, whose it is, or anything, mm-hmm. even after the fact, you know. But I'm going to do one for them next month where I'm going to hang a sheet. And I don't know if you've seen this setup, but you hang a sheet. I've got a massage table I'll put them on. And so I put the I put the girl on the massage table just the right height so all her holes are at cock level and bring her butt to the end of the table so her pussy is right there. Yeah. You know, just right flush. And I chained her ankles to the ceiling. So she's laying so, on her back? Yeah, she's laying okay. on her back. Yeah. Pussy right at the edge. Okay. You know, ankles change the scene, you know, could spread open and change okay. the seal. So the guys just, all they have to do is step up there and just stick it in, you know. And they, but it's comfortable the for them because, oh, I, so I, I got ahead of myself. Yeah. So the sheet I haven't done yet. I've just done it just like I said with the massage shape. Oh, okay. And cool. the girls love it. They can stay there forever because they don't have to move around and reposition. They don't get uncomfortable because they don't have to hold their legs up. Yeah, that makes and, sense. Uh, oh my God, you yeah. fucking have So. <laughs> But she wants to do this one where you, you're draped and the only thing the guys see is the bottom half of your body. They don't see anything else. So I'm going to set this one up for them. I hope they don't hear this before because it's a surprise. Yeah. But with the sheet, so she's going to be draped like that. So only the top of her, the bottom of her body coming out. And then he, because he likes to suck cock, I'm going to put him next to her and cut a hole in the, in the sheet like a glory hole. And I'll put a sign over where she's going to be, says free pussy with an arrow pointing down towards the pussy. And then over him, I'll put free blowjob and arrow pointing down there. Oh my God. You are fucking hilarious. Like the Disney world, like of, uh, you know, I don't know, glory holes. I mean, so so the sheet's going to be down. There's going to be two holes. One hole on the other side is the pussy of the wife's pussy. On the other side is the, the husband's mouth. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Oh, my God. I wish you could have pictures of that sheet down. I wish you had done it before. <laughs> You'll have to uh, give me some good, like, plain pics. You know, I don't show anything X-rated on my Patreon, but I do have a Discord where you could go in and promote anything you want and show anything you want over there. But I only do, you know, pictures of people that know that they're pictures. So maybe, like, you know, the emails that you send or I don't know. We'll have to figure out some good pics for you to send me for my Patreon because, I like, the pic of that sheet with the holes cut out, even when no one on the other side is, like, fascinating to me. I just think to myself, like, okay, so if all this stuff is going down in your basement you know if you have a water leak or something and you know the guy has to come over to fix it like can you hide everything i mean it just sounds like you have a, a, a house full of contraction contraptions all over yeah well like i say it's all all in the garage but yeah i had to have the ac put in a while back and it's not as much as hard to hide as you would think because when i put it together i design it yeah, yeah. so that it's easy to hide so like the bondage board you know it's got the what am i trying the hooks and stuff yeah, yeah. but on, and on the back is painted it's painted white i just flip it up on the back and it's uh or I'll leave it there and I'll put a, a motorcycle stand in the middle so it looks like it's a stand for a motorcycle. Oh, <laughs> I like the way you think. I mean, you really do, like even with that thing where you you use the Bitcoin, I mean, that was kind of smart because you knew they weren't that smart anyway, that that would just totally be too much for their brain to handle. They would not think about it anymore. <laughs> Yeah, that, that worked pretty well. Yeah, it's But, uh, you know, I, I kind of hide it. And sometimes I have to, you know, take down the chains and stuff I've got hanging up and the dildos and the fucking machine and put it all away. But they're not going to go wandering around out there. So your favorite thing is like when uh, you get to dominate. So you're pretty lucky to have that couple, right? The one who's uh, by and likes to be clean up. That's the same couple that likes for you to dom them sometimes? Uh, no, they don't like to be dominated. Oh. No, so yeah. So what's now my favorite thing is I picked up a partner in crime a few months ago, and I can put her name, her FET name out there if you want. Yeah, yeah. Well, tell me how you met her uh, on FET. 
Okay. And it took me like two months to reel her in because she's very popular on FET. What's her very name? Very active and all that. Her name is, well, the uh, FET is Sweet and Salty Siren. So it's sweet, the letter N, Salty Siren, S-I-R-O-N. Oh, okay. And what about her stood out for you? What did you like about her? Well, she had something on there like, you know, she was selling only fan stuff and all that. And so I just kind of reached out like, hey, I got some stuff here that we do. And, you know, maybe you can get paid for some of this stuff. It's legal stuff, you know. But was she hot? Uh, I mean, do you have like a type? Uh, I don't have a type, but oh. she's hot. She's five foot ten, <laughs> like long, you, long hair. I like that 42 you double to it. <laughs> I don't have a type. I'll fuck anything. <laughs> <laughs> oh you're yeah, cool I mean, it's like you're honest yeah that's cool wait so she's hot though it sounds hot you just gave her yeah, so she's stats, hot. Right? she was yeah. well connected so when i brought her on like we're gonna try this we're gonna try that I said how about domination because i was dominating guys still am dominating guys but like some guys want to be dominated by a woman she's like yeah i'll try that Mm-hmm. So I figured it'd take about three times to train her, but by the halfway through the second session, she was able to just kind of take over. And so now my favorite thing is to dominate guys with her. Oh, okay. Because now you guys are hanging out. Yeah, because we're hanging out and we're just having fun, and we kind of we think a lot alike, so it makes it uh, it makes it easy. And she's she's helped me grow my group. We have a local group here on Fet, oh, and really? she's helped me grow that a lot. So what's that local yeah. group? I need to like advertise on Fet Life because I feel like I could get. Listen, I, my show's been around for nine years. I like you used to use Craigslist. That was my place when I first started my podcast to go and find people to be on the show because I wasn't big enough that people would just email me. Now people email me all the time. You're probably like the one person I've actually asked to be on my show. I never do people just email me all the time right so I don't need to go out anymore but you know there's probably like some amazing stories on FetLife I had a woman uh, her name was Fit Vixen uh, she called in as candy but she's like really big over there too and I'm like someone's like you should just put your podcast on there because you probably find a lot of people and get you know turn some people onto your show like it's like a place where people could like advertise and stuff FetLife it's good yeah, you definitely should. And I'll, when this is all done, I have the link or whatever. I'll, I'll put it out there. And I'll yeah, put yeah. you in my newsletter, too. I have a newsletter. Oh, I love it. Um, awesome. Great. Because, like, so. you listen, I'll give the links to all your stuff, and I'm going to promote the shit out of your thing. And then I'll send you a link for your episode. If you could promote it on that FetLife group of yours and your newsletter, that'd be awesome. That sounds great. Yeah. So now you guys have a FetLife group there, and what is that group all about? Like, that's... <laughs> So we're in Florida, so it's it's a local group. It's it's open to any anybody with any fetish. Yeah, it's just it's kind of a small area, and it's know, almost isolated. So I just got to go in. I mean, we've gotten like 500 people in just a few months. And even in that small group. little area, you got 500 people. Do you have like meetups and stuff at your house? Like not at the house. We do a vanilla munch over at uh, one of the local restaurants, bar and restaurant. We do that every month. Oh, is that what Roger, I think, was talking about the munch that he had just gone by? I mean, Roger was just on my show. He's the guy who turned me on to you, you know? Yeah, he told me. He was yeah, he was here yesterday, but I won't be any kiss and tell, but yeah. I talked no, to no, him no. He told me he was coming to a gangbang or a glorial. He was coming to one of your events. He told me about it. I mean, can you tell me? He won't be like, I think he was like, he would have loved to have told the story. It just was, at, you know, after he was ta- he taped. <laughs> Yeah, no, he, he, he's a good guy. He's into cleaning up. Uh, that's his thing. You know, I know that that's his top of the mountain. Snowballing, cleaning up. Uh, he talked very highly of you and he put us together. So, and I do know that he had a gangbang or something he was coming to uh, that you set up. <laughs> yeah, so uh, he, he, yeah, he, he came to. A, a okay, you don't have to tell thing. me about him, but I do need more stories. <laughs> you don't have to tell me about him. But Sweet and Salty Siren, right? Does she ever, is she a gangbang girl? Does she ever do the glory holes? Uh, 
she does the glory holes, uh, not gangbangers, but she does the domination. She does massages. She does like any kind of role play you can come up with. And we do it all here so she feels where she's safe and all that. Our number one rule is keeping everybody safe, you know. And so, uh, yeah, so she, she does a lot of different things. I forgot now what you asked me. I asked you, like, uh, does she ever do gangbangs or the oh, glory holes? Yeah, she did the glory hole. Uh, she did one a couple of weeks ago, and that's when our friend Rob was here. And she's going to do another one next Thursday. Mm-hmm. And for three hours, so I'm expecting we're probably going to have about probably about 20 guys. Yeah, listen, I know some gangbang women, okay? And now, like, a, a gangbang girl does not just want four or five guys. I mean, she they want a nonstop action. I, I've heard from them. You know, they get irritated if, they, if there's too much time in between, right? So you got to like have a lot of guys like a gangbang. Like I said to a gangbang girl is not four guys or five guys. That's just like a regular evening and they need more. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It depends on the girl. I mean, sometimes I'll get ones like they want their beginners. They want to try with four or five guys. Most of them are looking at 10 to 15. And so I've had them upwards of 20. I've had 23, 24, 25 guys in here. Right. So that's an interesting stat. So most women, when they are like not the newbies, they're going to do lower guys, but the regular girls that have done it before and come in for it. It's typically they want 10 to 15 guys. Do a lot of them want bukkake and that kind of thing going on? Yeah, not too much. I've had the guys ask me. I've had mm-hmm. guys buy guys who want it and just there's not enough demand from the, the top guys. These guys just they're not gonna come over just to jerk off on another guy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but I've only had one person express one female express interest in that and uh she ended up backing out anyways. Oh, interesting. Do you have a lot of girls that back out for the gangbangs or are most of them like uh pretty non not flaky? Uh I would say two thirds of them come through. Mm-hmm. A lot of them get cold feet ahead of, ahead of time. And the worst thing is when the a girl doesn't show up. I've had it happen twice. God, and you got all because these guys. Because by the time I, yeah. yeah, by the time I figure out they're not coming and yeah. I answer my texts and all that, all the guys are already on the way over here. So what the fuck do you do? Do you have a, like a backup girl that just could come in? That's what you do. I did once. Okay. I did once because I kind of thought it might happen. Yeah. But no, most of the time you just I try to get the mass email out quick as soon as I got it figured out. The guys already come to the door and they've been driving an hour or longer and it's like it's just a mess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Listen, you're an event coordinator. It's not. It's not easy. It's a little bit of work like you said <laughs> i know that he said like you have a tip jar and stuff i mean do people pay to come to these events uh, besides the tipping and everything is it on the house and you could tip if you want or is there i mean because i've heard of people setting these things up and it's uh, at a hotel and stuff so i would assume they're charging because they have to pay their over cost of that hotel and everything right but since this is all at your house or is there a charge for anything there's not a charge there is a tip jar i mean still yeah. you know supplied lube and condoms and yeah. towels and paper towels and wipes and you know there's a lot of stuff goes into it but yeah it's just it's a it's just a tip only sort of thing right so you don't charge the person that you set the event up for or the people that are coming it, unless a person wants a video or pictures then i charge him for that yeah because he told me roger was like you know sometimes he videotapes it and i'm like oh he must be making money on that video somewhere i mean nowadays with only fans and everything i mean did you ever think to get involved in that at all, at all? no no like i'm still retired i don't work that hard so. <laughs> it is hard work at least you know <laughs> so i just no i just charge them they get the video they, they get to keep it and do whatever they want with it because right. i don't want to deal with all the you know the ids and the paperwork and it is a lot yeah all that stuff so mm-hmm. i mean you know half of this is just having fun do you get a lot of people did you see your business change or like people finding you after only fans became a thing because a lot more people are looking for that kind of content now well again sweet and salty siren really she was well networked so when i got when i got to know her and got her in a couple of times and she knew me and then you know in fat life it's like it's a social media so you know somebody who knows somebody who knows somebody yeah and all of a sudden the networking all started coming together so i have 
of, you know, three or four people who knew each other who vouched for me. And now that people vouch for me because people know that I'm legit. Yeah, it's a small world, right? I mean, I know that when I had that fit vixen girlfriend and she's like, I have 65,000 followers on FetLife, she became very big there quickly. And then she posted the episode and she was showing me like all the comments and so many people of my listeners were like oh I know this show and then there was another guy like oh I just taped with her I'm like it is a small world you know what I mean yeah right yeah no doubt okay so now tell me about the whole interracial thing because I know that that's very big you know especially uh you know guys of the wife they want to see their girl fuck another guy a lot of girls I think they wind up liking BBC because they have big dicks you know what I mean like do you get a lot of interracial requests not a lot, but you know, sometimes, like I say, they want blacks only, or they don't want any blacks, or same thing with Hispanics or, or white. You know, it doesn't make any difference. Most people are open to all the races. Right. Uh, but the interesting thing about the black guys with the big dicks, since I moved here to Florida, because yeah. uh, so, obviously I've seen a lot of dicks. Yeah. <laughs> but the guys, the black guys with the big dicks are the ones, it seems, who come from, from the Caribbean area yeah. Jamaica, Haiti, Dominican Republic, you know. And those of the black guys seem to have the biggest dicks. I don't know why that is. Oh, that's, that's interesting. Just, so you notice that yeah oh yeah when guy pops out of nine or ten inches you can't not notice right (laughs) (laughs) but i mean you know where they're from and stuff i mean so you could put that together and i mean you're like me you've been doing this a long time so you could kind of say like i've seen a lot of black dicks local black dicks right but the biggest dicks come from over there because you've seen enough of this stuff right right i mean obviously i haven't seen them all but i've seen quite a few yeah and so do you uh have a lot of those guys in your rolodex uh, not a lot, but I've got a few dozen or so. Yeah. Like you say, most people are open to all things, but like, even if, because listen, I've had some people ask, uh, you know, it, it, or assume, oh, if someone just wants like black guys, is that racist? Like maybe some people just want white people or some people just want tall people or skinny people. I mean, everyone might have a preference. I don't think it has anything to yeah. do with anything except what you you're into. Yeah. I don't see any racism in it at all. And I've never had anybody say anything to me like that either. This is a personal taste. And preference. sometimes, listen, and sometimes I think it is also a visual thing to see the white with the black. I think a lot of times with a woman that wants just to fuck black guys, it's because I'm sorry, they do have bigger dicks than white guys. Uh, you know, not all the time. There's tons of guys out there that are white that have big dicks, right? <laughs> but yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, the white and black together for photos and videos. Yeah, that's awesome. Right. You get all that color contrast. Yeah, I think it's just a visual thing, right? And maybe a naughty thing because it's different. You know, what it is what it right. is. I taboo. Think. Yeah. yeah, taboo. But a lot of things are taboo. I mean, God knows like what the kinds of crazy things you must see. I mean, you said that you do have a like it's like a fetish community that uh, the group, right? Do you have a lot of fetishy uh, requests that come in? I have a Fetish Friday episode, so I've heard it fucking all, okay, as far as fetishes are concerned. I mean, what kind of fetish things have you gotten into or had in your, you know, garage? Mostly it's uh, BDSM stuff, domination, yeah. submission. Mm-hmm. Bonna just tie a guy up and just leave him there and come back in the house and leave him there for an hour. Wow. <laughs> and that's <laughs> what he wants. You know, yeah. That's pretty much extent of it. A lot of humiliation. And like I said before, the penis yep. humiliation, small penis humiliation. And who would do that? If like a guy says, hey, I want small penis humiliation, do you go to your Rolodex and like invite some women over or guys over or do you do it? I mean, how do you create that scenario for him? If they want a guy to do that, I do it. Okay. If they want a girl to do it, I know probably six or eight different girls who will do it. Right. And let me ask you this because I've had some guys on that are into small penis humiliation and some of them aren't even that small, but they're into like the humiliation 
representation. Do you see like micro penises on those guys that come in or do they just seem like less like a little bit less than average or do they have really like small dicks? Uh, a little bit of all. Some really, really small and some, you know, four inches, five inches. Right. Some not so small, but yet they want to be humiliated, right? It's kind of interesting to right. me. Right. Yeah. Or feminized. Well, I get some that want to be feminized, you know, like to, to be like a girl. So I have a lot of that. I mean, because listen, I was going on Craigslist when I was uh, first started my show. And my show started to be about sex and these crazy stories uh, by accident. I just wanted to call an advice show and I didn't know where to advertise for my show. So I went into Craigslist and I only posted on the personals because it was free and I was cheap. <laughs> and I wound up getting like 10 emails with guys with the craziest stories and then it, that, that that's how it became this thing but when I was really going on looking and I would go in every city and post my ads and look and you know I had to really fucking wrangle guests in for at least two years I had to work really hard on it and I came across so many you know pantyhose fetish uh guys I call them hosers now and I have a whole patreon dedicated to that a whole patreon dedicated to cross-dressers you know because I realized like there's like all these kinds of you know there's a lot of people in that group so I would assume and that you would hear from those people as well. You know, and a lot of the cross-dressers do like when they are dressed up to be, uh, you know, to have that kind of humiliation or feminism. What did you call it? The sissy. Feminized. Sissy. To be feminized, yeah. Yeah, right? But, do you see yeah. a lot of that as well at all? Uh, not as much as I used to. I don't know why that is. Interesting. They're a pain to work with, though. How come? Tell me. <laughs> well, you know, with guys, they don't really want to talk about it too much. They just want to get it done. With women, they want to talk about it, you know, a little bit more, which is, that's the way things are. Yeah. But the cross-dressers, yeah. oh my gosh, they will talk you to death <laughs> you get around to setting up an appointment. Because yeah. it, it's kind of a thrill for them. They're, they're talking to a guy. And it's the first time fancy. that they're doing it. Too, I yeah, think. for a lot of them. Yeah, I mean, and that's one aspect of this, these things is that you know we're providing the service yeah. for people who can't get what they need anywhere else. Exactly. You know, they're in a yeah. relationship or whatever. They can't tell anyone. They they mm -hmm. want to do this their entire life. Mm -hmm. And most of the guys that come here are in their fifties and sixties. Yeah. Yeah. So I, you know, it's like I feel like we're providing a well needed service. Me too. Same shit. You're on some level. You are helping people, right? I'm sure you get people that thank you for what you do. Oh yeah. yeah. Right. I do. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, a lot yeah. of times people are calling in and talking about their secret life for the first time. You know, and I have a, I started the cross-dressing tier recently. I mean, the, the cross-dressing tier recently for cross-dressers because so many of them can't find a place where they could talk about that. And a lot of my callers are older. And that's because, you know, back in our day, I'm 54, back in our day, like you couldn't do anything. And, you know, no, everyone had a secret life. You couldn't do any of the shit. Nowadays, the younger people are so much more open. That's why you're getting that 20 year old that wants a gangbang because she could tell her friend she did it. Nobody fucking cares. Right. It's a yeah, very different world. Yeah, they are very open sexually. Yeah, we were born in the wrong generation, I feel like. <laughs> I'm like, I was ahead of my time. I fucked whoever I wanted. I never had relationships. I would have had, to, I would have loved the labels they have now because I would have felt like I belonged somewhere. Back then, I was like, who? I'm a fucking dysfunctional freak because it was like I was very different, you know? But yeah. it turns out that people are much more like that now and it's so much more open. So those older people, yeah, that are coming to you or coming to me, these this is something that they can't go anywhere else you know let's do shout outs to all of 
your stuff, okay? Because why don't you first tell people where you are, what you offer, where they could find you, you know, all that kind of good stuff. Do your pitch. Okay, I'll do the easy part. We offer just about anything you can think of. If you've got a fantasy, we can probably make it happen. Right. I say we because I, I could say I've kind of brought sweet and salty aboard recently. Well, maybe. Wait, sweet and salty siren. I'm assuming she'll know that you're coming on the show, right? Like maybe you could give me a pic of her if she's down with it. Send you a pic, yeah. Okay, yes, great. All right, cool. So you'll get to see who Sweet and Salty is that, you know, could set things up for you because I think people like to love to put pictures, you know, to uh, the scenario. So anyway, so go on. Uh, so you can find me on, on FetLife. It's just Joe Boran, J-O-E-B-O-R-A-N. Mm-hmm. My email is Joe Boran at protonmail.com. Okay, I'm going to put all of this uh, in the description so it'll be super easy for people to find you. Okay. And you'll send me the link so I can just copy and paste them so I know I do it right. Okay, so go on. Okay. And then, again, the website, eroticadultphotography.com. And I'm getting my Twitter. I've got to update my Twitter. It's not really going anywhere yet. But it's Joe underscore Baran on Twitter. Okay, so you'll send me all those links. Now, uh, where is your area, again, just so people know? Because, listen, if they want to get involved in any of this, they have to come to you, right? You're set up over there in, where is it? It's just east of Fort Myers. Right, okay. And you are down and available to set up any kind of experience for people or if they're in your area and they want to be like a guy that comes in and gangbangs a girl, right? Or a girl that wants to get gangbanged or, you know, whichever person they want to be in these kinds of setups, you're you're down to have them in your in your database now if they reach out to you via email uh what do they need to send you do they just need to send like hey i'm i'm interested and then you'll send them the form of what they have to fill out or they have to send right, a pick yes, or yeah. anything yeah i got forms for everything for gang bangs glory holes whatever so yeah they just contact me i'll get it back to them and they can just fill out it's kind of a cop you know fill it out copy cut paste sort of thing makes it easy do you need do you like take dick pics or anything like that just to make sure no you said i don't think so because it sounded like sometimes you're surprised at what shows up. oh no no i mean no it's just you know because the pictures are not always accurate anymore Oh, yeah, I know. The best way to take a dick pic is from beneath it, right? And like up, because then it makes it look a lot bigger. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's the way to take a dick. But what about when the girl, my last question, when you're doing the girls, right, at the gangbang, like, is it important to tell the guys uh, what the girl is all about, or do the guys not really care? Uh, Well, they care. Yeah. Uh, In fact, when I, uh, see, I've got it right here. When I, when a girl wants to have a gangbang, here we go, I send them a quite, I send them a a paragraph on how it works, pretty much what we've talked about. Then I send them a questionnaire, and it's like, it starts out with how many guys would you like? Yeah. Keeping in mind, the more you restrict the kinds of guys that are out, what are your parameters? Yeah. Like age, body type, cock size, race, or anything else. Yeah. Is anal allowed or not? Are condoms required? If yes, where? Mm-hmm. Is kissing allowed? Uh, also, not that it happens a lot, but if how do you feel about having another woman in the in the room to either watch or participate? Do you like guys to be verbal, you know, dirty talk and such? Uh, do you like to be fucked gently, hard, very hard, roughly? And then what are the other questions and concerns? And so they send me that. And then I know, and I put that out there when I send it out to the guys so that they know what to expect. Yeah, well, I saw your email about the gangbang, I think, that Roger was going to. And this girl liked to be fuck hard and fast. I mean, there were those specific things in there about the girl. So obviously she answered that way, right? Yeah, yeah. That's how you know, and that's how you put it in there. But I mean, do you put like body height, weight, like that kind of stuff, like physically what they look like? 
Yeah, so that's kind of a tough one. So yeah. I asked the guy's height and weight, you know. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously you get a guy who's 5'8 and 250 pounds. He's probably not a, uh, a fit type. Now, it could be he's like a bodybuilder, and that's what makes it tricky, you know. Yeah. And what about the girls, though? Like, if you have, like, a – do you – are you specific, like, oh, I have a BBW girl or a weight – like, a 70-year-old? Like, when it gets – like, do you have to be – are you specific about that, or do they ask questions about who's this girl that I'm going to come fuck at this gangbang? Yeah, I always ask for pictures from the girls even if it's just even if it's just body pictures yeah so the guys can kind of look and get an idea because it's kind of harder to tell with girls than guys even with you know just height and weight yeah like where that weight is proportioned right i mean like where it's going so you send the pic when a guy signs up for uh, a gangbang he'll, he'll get to see a body pic or something so that he knows what he's signing up for yeah so when the girl books with me i get all the questions answered i get her pictures i send out an email to all my guys i've got somewhere over 300 of them now yeah and it, it tells what she wants according to that questionnaire and it's got the pictures attached yeah so they have all the information they need to decide if they want to or not and then it also has a schedule you know what time can you be here and so i send all that to them all they really have to do is look at it decide if they want to come and then email me back with the time now in all your years last question sorry but in all your years of doing these gangbang emails and something do you ever notice that like oh so many guys really like this because when i send this out this type of girl out this i get so many fucking hits like what is it like, do you notice uh, that ever? Yeah, condoms. I get, when a girl requires condoms, I get about half as many guys. Wow. That's interesting. Yeah. yeah. So the girl that doesn't require condoms, everyone wants that girl. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Guys are so funny. Yeah, that's the big one. I mean, there's other things, too, but that's that's the big one. That's the big one that makes a difference. All right, give your shout-outs again. I'm going to put the links in everything for you. And then why not, like, for the picture, you'll send me the sweet and salty siren, right? Uh, if you have, if you could send me screenshots of, like, your questionnaires or anything like that interesting or anything that you think would be interesting, that would be great. I will include all your links. Give the shout-outs again to them. Okay, so FetLife, it's Joe Brand. Yep. Uh, email Brand at protonmail.com, eroticadultphotography.com. Right. And uh, Twitter is Joe underscore Baran. Okay. And all those links will be there. Send me some interesting pics for my Patreon members. Once your episode is up, I will give you free access to my Discord, which is like a private thing over there. Uh, since you called in, you'll get free access to it and you could go on there and promote whatever you want. And you could post like X-rated stuff and everything. I don't do X-rated stuff on my Insta on my Patreon, uh, but I'll give you free access to that. And you could promote whatever you want on there as well. I greatly appreciate that. Yeah, no, this is awesome. Like I said, I've been dying to talk to you for so long, and I feel like you're a great gangbang coordinator. What? What were you going to say? Thanks. I got one more thing for you. Yeah. You're talking about, you know, where am I? So people want to, if they want to come down and all yeah. that, you're invited. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen, seen your body body picture on the video. like, oh, you're hot. You oh, in, that, in my YouTube, I'll set right? I'll gangbang for you. Oh, my God. That's so funny. I'm not into gangbangs, really. I don't think. I don't know. It's funny. Somebody just asked me on my Q&A on my Patreon, like, what kind of kinks are you into? Because, and I really feel like my show has opened me up to a lot of different things. And when I was young... I watched a really great swinger documentary called The Lifestyle. This was like out like 30 years ago. And I was like, oh, when I'm like 60, I want to be a fucking swinger. You know, like that's like, why not? You know, get to the place where you don't feel like you own someone sexually. You do whatever the fuck you want. You're old. Like, just live it up. You know, let your last hurrah. And but one of my girls now all I'm doing is talking to swingers and all that stuff. And one of my swinger girls was like, Kathy, why would you wait till you're like 60? Do it now while you're still hot. Like, that's like the dumbest thing. I was like, oh, you're kind of right. <laughs> 
But uh, but yeah, thanks for the invite. It's probably not going to happen. And listen, now that I do my show, I, you know, I'm anonymous too. But like, you know, I don't really put myself out there. No one knows who the fuck I am. I got a whole brand going on. It kind of works. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I get that. Yeah, 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 totally. Well, thank you, Joe. Thanks so much for calling in. It's been fascinating. Like I said, I've been dying to talk to somebody like you. I feel like you were a really good one. You had a lot of specific details. It was super fascinating to me. And uh, send me some pics for my Patreon. Uh, and I really appreciate your interest. I'll, I'll get, the, get that stuff to you. All right, cool. And then when your episode's up, I'll send you links and stuff so you could promote it on all your stuff as well. Because I'm sure your people would love to hear your story, hear you talking. Yeah, that'd be great. Awesome. Thanks so much, Joe. Uh, thank you. Bye. Bye. Hey, everyone. Thanks so much for tuning in to this week's episode. If you want to follow the show, follow me at Strict Anonymous on Instagram or Twitter. That's at Strict Anonymous. If you are on YouTube, make sure to subscribe. I love YouTube as a platform for my show because people comment there and I try to reply back to every single person who posts a comment. So even if you're not listening on YouTube and you want to talk about the show, go to my YouTube channel, subscribe, like, and share my videos. It's Strictly Anonymous Podcast. If you want to sign up for my Patreon, on my Patreon, you are not only supporting my show, but you will get these episodes early ad-free, and you get to see anonymous pics of my guests. Most of the girls send in anonymous pics and some of the guys send in anonymous pics. So if you want to see anonymous pics of my guests as well as support my show and get these episodes early and ad-free, sign up for my Patreon, patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. That's patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. The link is also in the description below. Thanks so much for listening. Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous. Strictly Anonymous.